the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So the Lord is speaking to us again on, You are my glory. I created you for my glory. The glory of God is already on the inside of everyone that is born again. But for you to manifest that glory, you've got to stay in the environment of the glory. If you don't stay in the environment of the glory, even though you have the glory of God on the inside of you, it will be as if you don't have the glory. You will not look like the glory. You will not look like God. Even though you are the son of your father, you will not look like your father. If you grow up somewhere else, you will not look like your father. Hallelujah. Mm-mm-mm. You are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. We started to answer the question that says, how does the glory of God transform us from one level of glory to another? We said that the first platform of glory is salvation that is being born again. And we said that the God of glory places us or puts us in this first level of glory by shining or beaming its light into our heart. When the glory of God beams or shines into our heart, it puts us in this first level of glory. And it is by raising us from death to life. It's by raising us up from death to life. Resurrection from death is the first and greatest miracle. Let me say that very clearly and please hear that very clearly. Resurrection from death is the first and greatest miraculous experience that the revelation of the glory of God does in your life. Let me say that again. Resurrection from death is the first and greatest miraculous experience that the revelation of the glory of God does in your life. Romans 6, 4 says that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. Very, very, very important. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. By the light of the Father. By the spirit of the Father. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. We are also raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. That is the first and the greatest miracle in anybody's life. There is no miracle greater than that. Please hear that very, 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 very clearly. Hallelujah. Whatever miracle you are looking for. You are looking for the miracle of buying a house. Miracle of buying a car, miracle of getting married, miracle of finding a wife or finding a husband, miracle of not getting into you know a college or whatever it is, miracle, whatever miracle, miracle of healing, there is no greater miracle than being born again. Amen. There is no greater miracle than being born again. It's the first and the greatest miraculous experience that the revelation of the glory of God brings about in your life. See, the Lord brought Abraham out of Mesopotamia 
to fulfill divine purpose. The Lord brought Israel out of Egypt to fulfill divine purpose. But the first and major stopover for Israel out of Egypt was Mount Sinai. This is the place where God intended to purge Egypt and its ways out of them and to instill in them his own kingdom ways. Let me say that again. Mount Sinai, where Israel had a first and major stopover, was the place where God intended to purge Egypt out of them and to instill in them his own kingdom ways. For 430 years that they stayed in Egypt, they had acquired the ways of Egypt. Mm. They had acquired the mentality of Egypt, even the worship and the idols of Egypt. They practiced the ways of Egypt. So, when God took them out of Egypt, he brought them to Sinai to give them a treatment. Amen. Call it a boot camp. Amen. The Lord brought them to Mount Sinai to give them some training, to give them treatment, to give them therapy, so that he will purge Egypt out of them and instill in them his own kingdom ways. The Lord is speaking to us on you are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. So we see in Exodus 19, if we go to Exodus 19 quickly from verse 10, again, this is the first stopover of the children of Israel after leaving Egypt. The Lord said to Moses in verse 10, Exodus 19 verse 10, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow and let them wash their clothes and let them be ready for the third day. For on the third day, the Lord will come down upon Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Mm -hmm. So the Lord said, I want to show my glory. I want to appear to the people. I want to speak to them. I want to speak to them. I want to have a conversation with them. I want to have a fellowship with them. I want to interact with them. So Moses, go to them, consecrate them today and tomorrow. Let them wash their clothes. Basically, let them prepare and let them be ready against the third day. For on the third day, I'm going to come down. I'm going to manifest myself. I'm going to show my glory. I'm going to show myself to them. Amen. But there was a preparation towards that. And preparation is very, very important. Amen. Hallelujah. Preparation is very, very important. Very, very important. Being ready. You see, even for God to take them out of Egypt, he had to prepare them. How did he prepare them? He kept telling them, I'm taking you to a better place. I'm taking you to a good land. I'm taking you to a good land. And the Lord kept saying that and kept saying that. Painting the picture to them. Painting the picture to them to prepare their heart. To prepare their mind. So when they came to this place, the Lord said to Moses, go and tell them that I want to see them, but tell them to prepare. And what are they going to do? They're going to wash their clothes. They're going to do this, do that, do this, do that. Because when you do all of that, you're going to think about the reason why you are doing what you are doing. And when you are there, you're going to be prepared. Your mind will be there because you prepare to be there. Amen. And that is one of the reasons why we come here. Amen. Why we physically come here for those of us who can be here. You took some time to dress up this morning. Amen. You brush your teeth. Hallelujah. You did some things just to be here. Because your mind was here. And all those preparations also put your mind here. So when you got here, you are here. 
because you are prepared to be here. It's a whole lot different if you are home. You can even be in that chair as you are listening and fall asleep. How much preparation did you do to be in the presence of God? Your mind is very, very important. The Lord knows that our mind is very, very important. So the Lord said, prepare them. Tell them to wash their clothes. Tell them to do this. Tell them, don't even come near your wives. Amen. That's a serious thing. Say, don't even come near your wife for the next two, three days. And uh, if you have to do this and to do that, to do this, in order to do this, then it's going to be on your mind. You're going to think about it. Oh, may the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord is speaking to us on you are my glory. I created you for my glory, says the Lord. In Deuteronomy, the Lord, through Moses, was recounting to the children of Israel the experience in the wilderness. The experience they already went through. So, this is a reminder in chapter 5, verse 4. Moses said, the Lord talked with you face to face. On the mountain from the midst of the fire. So when Moses brought them, if we go back to that Exodus 19, it says Moses actually brought them out of their tent. Moses brought them out of their tent. Mm. If we read verse 16, Exodus 19, 16, then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of the trumpet was very loud so that all the people who were in the camp trembled and Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God and they stood at the foot of the mountain now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in fire its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace and the oak mountain quaked greatly. And when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder and louder, Moses spoke and God answered him by voice. Then the Lord came down on Mount Sinai on the top of the mountain. And the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain and Moses went up. Amen. Now, let's again turn back to Deuteronomy chapter 5. So, in verse 4, the Lord through Moses said, to the children of Israel, the Lord talked with you face to face on the mountain from the midst of the fire. I stood between the Lord and you at that time to declare to you the word of the Lord, for you are afraid because of the fire, and you did not go up the mountain. So the Lord said to you, I am the Lord your God who brought you. So the Lord began to speak. So all the things that the Lord spoke, Moses reminded them of it. Now, if we go to verse 23. Deuteronomy chapter 5 from verse 23. So it was when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness or from the midst of the fire. Because the light of God was like darkness to them. It was blinding. While the mountain was burning with fire, that you came near to me, all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, surely the Lord God, the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness. And we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We have even seen this day that God speaks with man. Yet he still lives. Now therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us. If we hear the voice of the Lord our God anymore, then we shall die. For who is there of all flesh? Let's stop there. Then verse 28. When the Lord heard the voice of your words which you spoke to me, the Lord said to me, I have heard the voice of the words of the people which they have spoken to you. They are right in all that they have spoken. Oh, that they had 
such a heart in them that they will fear me and always keep all my commandments that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Go and say to them, return to your tents. But as for you, stand here by me and I will speak to you all the commandments, the statutes, the judgment which you shall teach them, that they may observe them in the land which I am giving to them to possess. Amen. Do we see what happened here? The Lord said, you are correct. Huh? When God says to you, do something, and you say, ah, oh, uh, can I do something else? And the Lord said, huh, okay, hmm, you are correct. Check it out. Be careful. 